Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. What's driving the conversation in California today? Every weekday at this time, we explore a topic that's making news in our state. This is the State of California. Good afternoon, I'm Doug Sovereign, KCBS political reporter and host of The State of California. Well, it was just two months ago that Speaker of the House Nancy Pelosi defended the right of members of Congress to be able to buy and sell stocks, declaring that, hey, it's a free market, and like other Americans, they should be able to participate. Well, there was quite a backlash against that. Now she has changed her tune, saying she supports legislation to prevent insider trading by members of Congress, namely the Stock Act 2.0, a new bill uh, co-authored by Representative Katie Porter, Democrat from Irvine in Orange County. And today we're joined on the KCBS Ring Central Newsline by Congresswoman Katie Porter, making her first appearance on the state of California. And we really appreciate you joining us. Thanks for being here. Thank you for having me. So the Stock Act 2.0, it goes a lot further than the original law, which dozens of your colleagues appear to have violated, though with few repercussions. Uh, if this bill becomes law, uh, elected officials and federal government fr from the president on down, they would simply not be allowed to buy and sell individual stocks anymore, would they? Absolutely. So the original Stock Act really put a premium on disclosure. In other words, sunlight is, you know, the best disinfectant. If we can see what's going on, that will allay concerns. As you point out, there's really two problems there. One is both Democrats and Republicans in many, many instances have failed to follow the Stock Act, have failed to make these disclosures. And at the end of the day, people shouldn't be second guessing and trying to evaluate whether or not members are putting their own financial interests ahead of the interests of the American people. We simply do not need and should not be allowed to trade stocks at all and that's a true for both congress members um, but also for people like you know administration officials federal judges and federal reserve directors um, and so the stock act 2.0 would would not just ban trading stocks by congress but would actually make sure that we can count on all three branches of government judges administration officials and legislative um, members to to be putting people's interests first and as you say the original legislation was about disclosure but even if they didn't disclose that the penalties were minor. I mean, are there enough teeth in this bill? Uh, how confident are you that this will really be sufficient to shut down the kind of suspected insider trading, let's say, uh, that we've seen? Well, before I ran for Congress, I was a consumer law professor, and I spent a lot of my career studying uh, we would have these consumer rules that relied an awful lot on disclosure, and yet what we'd see is banks would just break the rules. They would just ignore them. And what we found again and again with consumer protection, and I think it's equally true with some of these government ethics things, is just a clear, bright line, no, you can't do it is the best way to actually get compliance and it's the best way to rebuild trust it's important not just to have a rule here but for the american public to have confidence that the rule is being followed so why has it taken so long for congress to act on this i mean has washington uh, finally been embarrassed into acting on something that probably should have been done a long time ago 
Well, I think it's, you know, it's really important that Speaker Pelosi showed leadership and changed her position recently and is now supportive of um, restrictions on members of Congress trading stocks. I think that, you know, given her strong leadership um, and her commitment to making this go forward, that's what it's going to take to get over the finish line. One of the important things to note here is of all of the many, many, many partisan divides in, in Washington and around our country, this is one of the issues on which equal numbers of Republicans and Democrats, 70% of people of both parties agree that we should not allow members of Congress to change to trade stocks. So the explanation for the, the delay in getting us over the finish line isn't partisanship. It's about people in power not wanting to yield some of that power. And that's what comes along with the job is agreeing to put your constituents first and to earn their trust at every opportunity. And so I'm, I'm grateful that's the direction we're going and I'm confident we can get this over the finish line in the next couple months. Talking about people in power, uh, you know, we in the Bay Area have a couple of members, Nancy Pelosi and Dianne Feinstein, with very high profile, wealthy investor husbands. I mean, what restrictions would be in place under your bill to control what, what they can do and how they might be able to take advantage of their spouse's positions to benefit? And actually, is it fair to tell somebody, well, sorry, your wife or husband has taken this public position so you can no longer invest in something even even if that's what you do for a living yeah i think probably the you know this is something that we're debating and there's many many bills now i think three or four um both in the house and the senate that restrict or ban stock trading and there's a couple different approaches and i think the point you raise about spouses is important um you know we have to recognize that that they are not necessarily public officials and we see this in lots of different ethics issues where there the restrictions are put on members and there's sometimes a lesser restriction so one of the things we could imagine for example is that there would be an outright ban on members of congress when we're talking about spouses perhaps there would be disclosure or there would be a, the idea of a blind trust um, but at the end of the day it, it comes back to you know that people need to have confidence in their elected officials we don't want to create a rule that ends up having the ability for people to do an end run around it um, there are issues around what we do with regard to children whether blind trusts are really blind um, and so there's there's work to be done here but i'm encouraged that speaker pelosi has directed Lofgren to to do this work and i intend to be an important part of the conversation thinking about how to do it in a way that's fair to all members Blind trust being blind. We could talk about that for 10 or 15 minutes. Um, I want to ask you, though, about another bill you've just introduced, and that is the Part-Time Worker Bill of Rights. Um, we've all seen cases where a company deliberately limits someone's hours, underemploys them to avoid triggering having to pay them benefits, or they employ only part-timers for that reason. What would your bill do to address that? Yeah, so the Part-Time Worker Bill of Rights really looks at how do we crack down on a really common form of corporate abuse, um, in this case of workers. And what they do is they often will limit people's ability to move from part-time to full-time. They'll, they'll need extra hours. They'll need extra workers. But rather than offering those workers, those hours to their part-time workers, they'll hire yet another part-time worker. And this is simply an effort to evade having to comply with employment law to try to limit the number of full-time employees. Here in California alone, we had over 800,000 folks last year who were employed part-time who wanted to be full-time and have the ability to do that work and do those hours um, but they're being held back so what the bill would do is require large employers 
to offer available hours to current part-time workers before they go out and hire new folks. It also helps make part-time workers um, more, more likely to be eligible for family and medical leave, and really importantly, allowing part-time workers to participate in retirement programs. I want to ask you a couple political questions, but I'm afraid we're out of time. I'll just ask you one quick one. If, if the Democrats hold the majority in November, uh, in the House. Sh- should Nancy Pelosi stay on as Speaker? Well, she said herself that she's not willing to sort of talk about that or think about that yet. I, I personally think it's really, really important that we are lifting up diverse leadership. We have a diverse country. We have a diverse Congress. And when I say diverse, that includes generational diversity. Um, and so we have a situation now where most of our leadership is from a particular generation. And I think it's important that we start elevating younger voices, voices from different um, backgrounds. And so, you know, I, I have confidence in Speaker Pelosi to make the right decision when the time comes. But she is correct that we have big, big problems that we're facing every day in this country, including with the Ukraine. Um, And so I'm I'm eager to see what she says and what she decides, and we'll go from there. All right. Thank you so much, Congresswoman Katie Porter of Irvine. Thank you so much for being with us. We look forward to having you back. Thank you. You can hear the state of California every weekday at 3.30 p.m. It's also available at kcbsradio.com and wherever you get your podcasts. You can find me on Twitter at Sovereign Nation. I'm Doug Sovereign, KCBS. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.